Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is Season 4, Episode 1, Injured on the Job. First of all, happy (laughs) birthday to our podcast. Yes. Uh, Season 4... Yeah. Episode one. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this week we are here to talk about the dreaded workers' comp claim when you're your own boss and you really <laughs> can't make one. <laughs> it's really unfortunate when you realize that's not going to quite work out like that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah. uh, Sarah and I have been talking about this over the past week or so because like the true crochet machine that she is, she may or may not have whipped out three whole blankets in the month of January and... Uh, the other day, her wrist and hand was really swelling and, and in a ton of pain from just, like, and it as we established, it was not the crocheting, actually, that did it. No. It was the sewing of the um, granny squares. And it's, so it's got to be because I'm, I'm just not used to it because it's my left hand and I'm not left-handed. I'm right-handed. I don't know why I need okay. to say that. There's only, <laughs> if I'm not one, I'm the other. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> To clear up any confusion, I'm right-handed. But oh. it was um my so my left wrist and hand, like I really wasn't able to use it for like four days after getting that last um granny square blanket sewn together. So it had to be the way like I was holding the pieces together, or maybe the angle of which I was fixing them together. I I don't know. I don't know what the situation was, but I didn't crochet for several days after that because it hurt so bad like my whole arm and like wrist was swollen my fingers were swollen I never experienced anything like that before see I did when I first started knitting um because the needles are so sharp and pointy Mm -hmm. I would have like the tips of my index fingers would be sore for days to where I'd be like I don't know if I can continue this but eventually like one <laughs> now the needles wore just... down a little bit and two <laughs> yeah. like my fingers got used to it kind of yeah. you say they've just calloused over at this point <laughs> yeah that's right now it's, I just feel nothing um but that gets me in certain ways that I sit when I knit I have carpal tunnel I'm not gonna have surgery for it because to me like I don't know. I've heard a lot of stories where it just yeah. doesn't really do much. My mom and sister both had carpal tunnel surgery and it didn't do anything. If anything, it probably made it worse. So yes, do not recommend. I've heard a lot of like, I'm just going to deal with it. But yeah, I've also had a typing job in some sort, even like my retail days, like working a cash register. Like I've always done something with my hands and wrists like that. Yeah. Um, I also cheered my whole life and I was a base. So I was like holding the weight of whole other humans on my wrists. Um, so for me, when I knit, Certain times, like, I could be knitting for five minutes or 20 minutes. It's just a certain way that I'll hold my hands and not realize it. And then I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Everything is numb. And I had, like, Mm. when I was on the plane, I think it was because I was kind of cramped up and, like, not sitting comfortably like I normally would. But I was holding my hand weird and I had to keep stopping and, like, hanging my arm down in the aisle to, like, oh, there we go. Now I got feeling bad. Let's (laughs) try to get a few more stitches in, you know? like. yeah. But my wrist and hands get really sore um, if I'm, like I said, if I'm not holding them the right way. Like, I almost wonder if I got, like, those braces just to wear when I knit, if it would maybe, like, hold them in line more so I didn't go as numb as often. Maybe. Have you ever, like, slept on your arm and then 
like woke up in the middle of the night probably because your brain is telling you that like you're losing circulation right to your right. arm but like and you're like you like pick it up and flop it around just to try to get and it's like total dead weight you're like what is yeah. this i like somebody could seriously come up and just chop this thing off and i would never know <laughs> yeah i do have that happen um i just sleep really weird ways at night too with my arms um yeah. like whole hand folded up under my neck like bent at the wrist where I'll wake up and be like oh oh it's so painful to even like unbend it what am I doing yeah I sometimes well a lot of times like when I sleep on my side or like the side of my head I'll like bend my ear you know and then like yes when I get up I'm like why is my ear hurt um we jokingly call that cauliflower ear like the wrestler's gig um, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But it's the same way. Like, I will wake up sometimes and it's, like, painful to the touch and throbbing because I've apparently <laughs> worn out my welcome laying on that side for too long. Right. Um, why does that happen? Okay, I'm glad it doesn't just happen to, like, me, but. And uh, I have, yeah. like, relatively small ears, I feel like, to where, like, I wouldn't expect them to be, like, in the way of anything. <laughs> I feel like, like, is it my head? My head just weighs so much that it's, like, yeah. smashing my ear cartilage. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, you know what? Why we're, why we're traveling down this rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, I would like feedback from anybody listening. Please, if you have a good pillow that you use that is preferably, like, a down pillow um, that stays cold. Let, can you can you give me some feedback here? Because I feel like in the last ten years, I've probably bought like a thousand pillows, and they all suck. And it's a struggle. The pillow I'm using probably should be burnt or thrown away, like it's super old. But it's the only one I can sleep with that is like good. Um, and I I just need a, a reasonable good pillow to sleep on. Like all the ones at hotels, I feel like always suck. And I I don't know why for the life of me now in my thirties, it's a full on problem that I just can't find a normal pillow to use. You know what I came across in my Facebook memories the other day? And I can't even believe that I'm saying this out loud. <laughs> oh, no. What? <laughs> I just. So there was a picture of like I took a picture of something in my bedroom and I noticed that there was no pillowcases on the pillows. And do you remember when there was once a time when pillowcases were not allowed on the pillows? Yes, I do for suffocation prevention. I forgot about that. Like it's crazy because it's like there are certain things that's like your brain just won't let you remember because yes. that was stupid. Um, yes, I but I recall. Like, I was like, man, I was like, I forgot about the no pillowcase era. <laughs> Glad we all survived that. Um, for those listening, if we haven't brought this up before in the past, uh, there were no pillowcases to be had on the pillows of Sarah's household in case anybody may or may not get their face trapped up under it and suffocate to death. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what she is referring to there in the no pillowcase era is literally just that. They're for, I mean, for years, I would say, quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Until the kids were much older. Yes. And capable <laughs> of not smothering themselves in the night. Because <laughs> I think what happened was I got, like, new sheets or something for the bed and they came with pillowcase. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try a couple of pillowcases on the pillows. And see how that the waters. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then as the years just went on, we just started adding more pillowcases. Slowly adding them to other rooms. <laughs> right. but I was got like, it on us. 
a quarterly yeah. pillowcase schedule every quarter you just yes. add a new one in the mix yes on the pillows like in the picture like they just <laughs> they looked awful because they didn't have pillowcases on them so you know how pillows get like the dingy dingy yeah so yep. i was like oh my gosh i was like why would i have posted that picture on facebook people were probably <laughs> like <laughs> this is a dirty like, girl <laughs> what is going on in sarah's pillows <laughs> Oh, hilarious. Like, I mean, it just didn't even dawn on me, I guess, because I was. Sometimes you just get used to the lunacy. (laughs) Just doesn't pick and choose your battles. That's how I look (laughs) at it. No pillowcases. Got it. And then, yeah, I was like, good to be years. But I completely forgot about that until it came up on my Facebook memories. And I was like, oh, I was like, I forgot about that time. (laughs) (laughs) That one time. (laughs) Forgot about that time of our lives. Oh my gosh, freaking hilarious. My other problem with the pillow is that it has to be cold. So constantly on nights that I struggle, Sunday nights, I have the worst insomnia ever. This past Sunday was quite horrific because I had been out of work for two weeks prior and like the anxiety of coming back to work was strong Sunday night. Um, I must have flipped my pillow over, flipped it around, flipped it backwards, flipped it this way, trying to just get the cold spot again because I think it's because my face is always flush and always so hot. Um, maybe that's why I just have to have the cold pillow. But the struggle is real here with the pillow situation. Yeah, I've diagnosed myself with something new. I've got to get rid of TikTok for that exact reason. <laughs> I see these, I see these TikToks, and I'm like, oh my god, that's definitely what I have. Um, but I don't know. I was reading up on this thing the other day because I saw a video, and then I started doing research. But there's something called POTS syndrome, like P O T S syndrome. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've heard of it, it has to do with your blood pressure. So, like, when you go from, like, a laying down or sitting state to a standing up state, a lot of times you get, like, kind of dizzy or lightheaded. Or you might see, like, what I like to refer to as glitter vision. The doctor doesn't really think that that is as fun of a thing to say. Oh. Um, But to me, that's quite what it looks like. (laughs) You know, the little little glitter floaters that go around. The static. Yeah. Yes. But it's, like, directly related to your blood pressure, like, or your heart rate jumping too high because you suddenly stood up and tipped it off I guess I don't know nonetheless though the symptoms are like I don't know everything I've had my whole life like your face getting flushed and feeling passy outy when you're in front of a crowd and when you're embarrassed like hello hi have you seen me break out in hives like mm-hmm. um you know the shaky like I said passy outy feeling the dizziness that like there's a bunch of things that I'm like huh who would have thought maybe it is something like that stupid that and honestly like the not it's not I mean it's a syndrome but like the cure is like getting your heart used to higher heart rates to where it doesn't like offset you so much and make you feel passy outy. It's adding more salt to your diet, like stupid stuff. Like it's nothing major by any means. No one's dying from this that I'm aware of in the research that I've done. But it just makes me wonder like how many people go whole lives of being undiagnosed of these random things that we've never heard of before. Oh, I'm sure a ton. And, like, for me, like, I've been dealing with, my entire family calls it Brit syndrome. My whole life, the red face situation, they've been like, oh, look. Like, we, I mean, we could be out to dinner and they'd be like, oh, look, the waitress has Brit syndrome. Look how red her face and neck are. Like, what if it's it's actually a medical thing, though? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. cool, I've just been made fun of my whole life because I break out in hives. But I don't know. So, you know, in the land of uh, my TikTok PhD that I've got here, uh, I feel like maybe there is a reason behind the red face after all these years. Maybe I'm onto something. Or, I mean, it could be just another one of those random, I don't know, things that just recently come about. Who knows? But nonetheless, TikTok is wild for that kind of stuff. 
Uh, Also recently, a car drove off the pier here at Virginia Beach. I saw that. And they haven't got the car out yet. It happened Saturday morning. It's Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand how, like, nowhere near the ocean, no neighboring ocean town, like, nobody could help us out and get that car out of the ocean. I don't understand. Oh, I don't. They've taken video of where the car is at, how it's sitting, all the things. Like, I just do not understand how we have all these gajillions of boats around here. And I mean gajillions is an understatement on these big barges and boats and crane boats and all the stuff that's around here. I don't understand how that car is just still in the ocean. So, I know this is graphic, but did they get the person out of the car? Do you know? No, I do not believe so. I believe that they know who it is now, and I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go down a true crime rabbit hole. I feel like there's a lot to unpack on this situation that has not been uncovered yet. Like, locally, the news is just, like, every day, like, in today's update, the car is still in the water. Crews are out again today. Blah, blah, blah. But, like, no details. But in the research uh, in the land of social media, it says, and there are several different reports, so I, I feel confident in probably thinking it's correct, but it was a doctor. Mm-hmm. And to me, a doctor driving himself off the fishing pier makes me wonder what's going to maybe get uncovered or come out. Yeah. Uh, and I hate to think that way, but it's likely how it goes. Yeah. Um, unless he was just having some sort of a mental crisis. Maybe I don't know, but, yeah. you know, in my lifetime movie network brain. Well, and I feel like doctors have a lot to deal with, you know, with all, I mean. Yeah, well, shoot, and especially stuff. Uh, in the past, you know, couple of years, it's been pretty wild for sure in the mm-hmm. medical field. But I feel like in my in my heart of hearts, in my lifetime oxygen network movie brain i feel like it's going to come out that like was he having malpractice or was he having an affair or was there a did he do it on purpose it wasn't like they know that for sure it wasn't like google maps sent him down a road that actually wasn't a road and was a pier yes no and he had to break through like some barriers to get onto the pier and then if you can imagine like driving on a pier it's like because it's wood Mm -hmm. so you would have to know and he's like jammed up his brakes it looked like in the video a couple of different times and then just fiong right off the end of it and like he's thinking about it and then changing right and then it was and, like just yeah. go for it because i feel like if he would have yeah. thought of the road it would have just been at speed right he had to drive That's through sad. the boardwalk and then get to the pier yeah makes me sad that people think that that's that's it you know what i mean like there's no other way out of whatever situation they're in yeah, it does me too. And like the video was sad because the girl recording is like, no, 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 you know, because yeah, nobody really thought that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, because but... <laughs> like you don't, you can't unsee that. Also, right. Hmm. Um, and it was a little foggy. So at first, I was like, maybe they didn't know, but based on how they described it on the news, had to drive through like across and through the boardwalk to even get to that part of the fishing pier. Mm-hmm. So, well, I don't know. We'll see what comes out, but you know, (laughs) things like that just don't really happen often here. So, everybody's like, it's all over the news, and you know, they've had someone like from every channel live reporting on the scene, right? But I don't know. I'll be interested to see what they uncover because it hasn't even also been on the news. Like, you know, normally it'll be like 
family of the local man that what like no they haven't been to anybody's house they haven't had any family on there like mm. claiming that as their relative or no like nobody nothing wow that is wild oh yeah i don't know um did you get your joanne's order yet yes <laughs> did you excellent is it not the best feeling episode it is but i just i i have so much some the sales give me every time but i did start a new blanket last night oh, did you good mm-hmm. um a ripple blanket and oh, i just love the colors aside so it's red heart ombre yarn sweet tree is the name of the color and it's almost so the color's darker than it looked in the picture i'm not unhappy with it okay but in the picture it looked more of like a cotton candy sky type color if i had to um when i got it it reminds me almost of like mixed berries like a mixed berry medley you know what i mean yeah like it like it looks more of like a raspberry blueberry type um and not necessarily like the nighttime sky color that i was expecting but i mean i still like it either way and i'm breaking up the rose with like a pastel soft purpley color so like i'm doing like 10 rows of the sweet tree and then two rows of just like a soft purple to just kind of mix it up some break it up a little bit yep put a little bit of contrast in there but still like to where it it goes with it so i'm excited to see how it turns out um i i do have some more sunflowers that i need to turn into scarves here soon i've got 32 sunflowers so i'm going to make scarves of 16 sunflower squares oh that'll each. be pretty yeah it wasn't enough really i didn't think to do a blanket i mean a baby blanket maybe but i, I was like i'd rather just do two scarves so i think out of those but i'm in no hurry <laughs> to do that yeah so, i, feel I mean like we're coming your fill of sunflowers perhaps for the moment well we're coming out of winter anyway so i was like maybe that'll be like something i could take to the fall markets yeah oh i think so yes i'm so they're the sunflowers have been put on timeout (laughs) for right now yeah i just don't have it in me i mean three blankets is quite the feat though so it's not like I mean, that is a lot for one month. I yeah. can't even get, like, a blanket done in a year, let alone three in a freaking month. Yeah, that probably won't ever happen again, to be honest. <laughs> one of those things you can just check off your list and now call it a day. Yeah, I just, but I know how I am, and I'm easily distracted with things, and then I say that I'm going to go back to something, and I don't always, and I really wanted to get those blankets done because... I know that people will buy them, and that's what I needed. One of them was already sold. Two of them have not been yet. There's some interest in them, but until that money hits my Venmo, <laughs> like, right? I'm old. So, yes. um, I, I was like, I need to just get them done so that I can move on to something else. And so I did that, and now I'm moving on to something else. I like it. I like it. I am still just. I haven't done much knitting over the last week because, well, I was just really sick. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I have things I need to finish that I started, which is fine. I don't know that I'm ever going to get that shawl done, but 
I thought about working on like a, I don't know, maybe something fun like a cable scarf or I don't know. I've been on a cable kick again lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I just they're so fun and a lot of them are like like an eight row repeat, pretty easy to finagle pattern once you get them going. I don't know. Like knit stitches are pretty, but then you're like, oh hey, and look at this cable. Like I don't know. I enjoy them. Yeah. So I thought about making something fun like that that is just something different. I'm not even going to crochet tonight. No. I'm maybe just going to maybe read a book. Oh, I like that. And then go to bed early. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I I went grocery shopping after work and uh, I just need some me time. (laughs) So, where I'm at, I just want to go to bed early. Uh, I. I need to stay up and get some work stuff done, but I'm also so tired. And I'm sure it's just, like, coming off of the sickness still, just a little bit of it getting me. But uh, last night, I may or may not have dozed off on the couch at, like, 7 o'clock. And then <laughs> drug myself up to bed at, like, 8.30 and then slept all night. Um, I slept but, really good last night also. I think it was just because for me, again, Sunday night, I was up, like, all freaking night doing the yeah. whole you know, okay, if I go to bed right now, I can get three hours and 17 minutes or whatever <laughs> yeah. uh, all night, Sunday night. And I I almost feel like it is a work-related issue, if I'm being honest, because if you were to get on social media on a Sunday night, anywhere from like 11 p.m. to maybe 2 or 3 a.m.-ish, mm-hmm. you will see about 90% of our workforce. I know. <laughs> like, I just feel like none of us sleep on Sunday nights. I don't know how that's mm-hmm. happened. Uh, but I feel like that's why I crashed so hard last night because my body was like, hey, it's not Sunday anymore. Go ahead and shut down. Yeah. I I don't know why I was so sleepy. So, well, I'm reading a book right now that is so boring. <laughs> so boring. Oh, it no. makes me sleepy because it's so it's not like it's not anything interesting. It's a book about <laughs> investing because that's something I really want to get better at is understanding how to invest. And so I'm reading a book that is about different types of investments and quite frankly, it's very boring. <laughs> it's very boring. Yeah, that would be something to make you sleepy. Talking numbers and percentages and dividends and that kind of stuff. And I was like, mm, I don't, I would rather just give a percentage of money probably to an investment broker. <laughs> I would like yeah, to I, oh, man. <laughs> um, I finished a book while I was traveling an audiobook uh, on the plane. And if anybody is into like kind of a suspense thrillery, I don't even know how to I don't even know how to explain this one. It's called The Wife Stalker. Um and so I listened to this whole book and then like the last two to three-ish chapters rocked my world to where I was like, what? And I had to go back and Those like, are the best kinds in. of books. And then I was like, movies. no freaking way. Like, no way. So now, honestly, I'm going to probably go back and listen to it again now that I know the end result mm-hmm. and see, like, how did I how did I miss it for all, like, 52 of the other chapters because... Is it fictional or is it, like, a true story or... I believe it's fictional. Okay. Um, and it's just really well written because the way that it starts and like through the whole thing, like I formed an opinion on one of the characters and man, was I wrong. Uh, like I, it was just one of those twists that I 
I didn't see it coming at all. And I, like I said, I had to go back and be like, wait, wait a minute, what? And I, you know, had to go back and like I said, re-listen to that part. And I was like, oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a good one. I highly recommend it. I'm probably going to give it a go from the beginning again, just because it was mm. that good. Uh, so if you're looking for okay. something fun, it's just a juicy, good, you know, husband, wife, divorce, kind of, you know, just all the things, kids, you name it. But, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I want to write the author and be like, like, how did your brain just work like that to even think? <laughs> at the end? Like, I don't know. It was just one of those. Like I said, just one of those I did not see. I'm no, I'm no psychic for sure. I did not see it coming. Um, did you? Speaking of psychics, mm-hmm. do you remember Miss Cleo? Yes. Did you know that's still a thing? No, that yes. Miss Cleo so, is still a thing. I yes. thought she was like. No, oh. Miss Cleo. The other day, I was watching TV and there was a commercial. And it was one of those, like, you know, dial in now for $12 a minute, you know, for a minimum of however many minutes, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, or you can text Cleo to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no way. Oh, yep. no. I didn't know that. Yep. Still, she got uh, in trouble for something. <laughs> didn't, didn't she? I don't know. I mean, maybe she's done her time now that it's 20 years later and she's here for the comeback. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but yeah, crazy. I about died because I was like, welcome to modern times. Now we're texting Cleo. Uh, right. You know, instead of dialing some like one, you know, crazy 900 or whatever. Like I said, I think it said like $12 a minute. Yeah. Uh, or something like that. That's just suckering all the old people in, I feel like. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Miss Cleo still a thing. I had no idea. Oh, she's dead now. Well, so maybe somebody- it's her company. It could be, but it's like all you know the same. I mean? Yeah, it's all the same, everything like it used to be. And then, like I said, after it gives all the phone numbers and tells you how much per minute, it also says you can text Cleo to like, you know, 19115 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was like, man, well. I bet well, it's maybe like maybe she had like a, a company like or a something or started something. Carried on. Because yeah. it says she died in 2016, age 53, of colon cancer in Palm oh, Beach. That's Florida. really young. I know she was six one. What? Yeah. Who would have thought? I didn't. I didn't either. But yeah, that's that's very young. That's well, rest in peace there, Miss Cleo. We are uh sorry to hear that. That's pretty young. Uh dirty look of the week this week goes to you, colon cancer. How dare you take Miss Cleo from us? It says she got sued in two thousand and two uh oh. by the FTC. Oh, fraud and unfair telemarketing charges. Oh, no. Um, it says against Miss Cleo's two Florida backers, Access Resource Services, Inc. and Psychic Readers Network, Inc. I think Psychic Readers Network is who the text Cleo now to blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, okay. So they're still very much associated <laughs> with her and her brand, it sounds like. Yeah. But maybe that was her network, though. Yeah, that could be. I don't know, but I was just quite surprised. It was uh, almost like very, I don't know, like reminiscent of my youth. Like, oh, it's Miss Cleo. Uh, her, well, mom loved Sylvia Brown. That was the psychic mm-hmm. she loved and talked to. My grandma always watched her on Montel. Yes, yes. Mom talked to her after my dad died. And I will say, like, back in that day and age of no 
internet to be able to look stuff up about people at the ready. Uh, Sylvia Brown knew a lot of things about our household and about my mom and our family, and it was quite, quite interesting, we'll say. Uh, but yeah, mom talked to her one time and that's where we always saw her at too, which what's he doing these days? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Tommy Copper, is that still his gig? Hmm. I don't know. The guy who I always see on the Tommy Copper commercials is now is the one who was on law and order. Yes. I see those ones too, but I think, I don't know that he was ever on the commercials maybe, but I think it's like his brand or like he... Maybe not. Maybe I'm making that up, Montel. Um, I always want to call him Montel Jordan, but obviously it's Williams. Um, I know I, he's got MS, and he was doing. See, I think like, that's what the thing stuff. was where he was doing it because it was like he was in pain from maybe the MS, and he was wearing the Tommy Copper or yeah. Whatever. Uh, oh, but hey, there's Tommy Copper paying $1.35 million to also settle FTC deceptive advertising. Goodness. Jeez. How come we never heard about any of this in the real news? I don't know. Maybe our dirty look of the week is going to go to the FTC for not sharing <laughs> who all is doing false advertising. Right. It's like they're making bank on suing them for it, but the commoners like us didn't hear about it. <laughs> The peasants here need to know about Tommy Copper. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot, that's hilarious. Oh man, I uh, we need a picture once you get going on your ripple blanket because I am excited to see the colors of it. Just because you know, I just love fun yarn too. I know. So okay, so maybe we make a future episode um, topic about. Picking our yarn colors based on our moods. I love it. That's uh, that's definitely how I feel a lot of times. Because there are times that I can Me look too. at a project and be like, yeah, I don't even want to touch that navy blue hat I'm working on. But look at this retro stripe that I don't need anything to do with. Let me mess with it a little bit just because it's happy. I know. Uh, sometimes, like, I'm, I am probably every single person listening to this podcast right now hates working with black yarn. But sometimes I'm like, I'm feeling a little angsty right now. I'd like to work with black yarn. Yeah, let me see if I can take on this black yarn. Um, I posted in the group the other day the cutest idea. It was, I don't know if you saw it, it was bouquets, like for Valentine's Day, but instead of flowers, it was balls of yarn and like knitting needles and crochet Oh, dogs. I did not see that, no. Uh, first of all, how about the weight of my heart? I feel like that, if somebody was to walk up and be like, I got you this bouquet of yarn balls right. and accessories, like I feel like that's a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know if anybody in the group happened to see that. I thought it was pretty cute. Uh, but if you are, well, if you're not in the group, you should be, um, go to Facebook and look up Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast year-long stitch-a-thon. Uh, fun group of friends there. And whether you're doing a temperature project or not, we're just, we're just all there for the long haul at this point. We're not doing temperature projects this year, but we still love our group. Um, so if you're in there, I want you to give us your feedback. Tell us about your yarn and mood correlation. Uh, do you get angsty like Sarah said and just whip out the black yarn for fun sometimes? Do you strict with just happy colors you love? Or do you, I don't know, I guess on the flip side of that, what is your most hated color like that you've had to work with because it was a customer request? Uh, mm, yeah. 
I feel like sometimes that puts in a weird, you know, customers like, this is my favorite color of puke yellow. <laughs> right. uh, like, I don't know. Have you ever got stuck working with something like that? We would love to hear from you. Uh, give us your feedback. We'll talk about it. I think that's a great, that's a fun idea. We'll talk about that next week. Um, so we would love to hear from you so we can give your feedback too. Tell us what's your fave. What do you hate? What do you want to do? Uh, you can hit us. All of our socials are the same at needleshooksdl. Or you can also email us, uh, spelled all the way out, needleshooksanddirtybooks at gmail.com. Or, like I said, you can find us on Facebook, uh, the group there, uh, any of the above. We would love to hear from you. And uh, if you don't feel like reaching out to us, come back next Tuesday. We'll still be talking about it. Yep. Okay, bye.